Hey, welcome to the Holes of Remark podcast show. So today I'm talking to Katrina Cooper. Q3, baby's born, still counting. You love once told me. Hi, welcome to the Holes of Remark podcast show. Today my guest is Katrina Cooper. Katrina is a spirit interpreter, spiritual medium, animal, intuitive, tarot cards, paranormal investigator, and best to the last, mother. My first memory of spirit communication was about three years old. However, I was told it was just my imagination, so I learned quickly to keep my visits to myself. Then, 2014, many decades later, I ran across the most confident and strong soul, Stephen. He passed away recently. I happened to be in front of his sister without thinking. I know now he controlled me. I blurted out his message, breaking my 40 plus years of silence. Now history in the making. I know, now feel it's vital for me to be do this. I'm not only because I know it's my purpose in this lifetime, but most of all, because I know how much a reading can change someone's life, how much peace it can bring them. I've seen my clients' entire outlook on life change after just one season session. The change just after one session. But even more impressive, one powerful word spoken will start the memories flowing and tears. Confirmation. Answer my several, any of my several thousands forever friends. I've seen the weight they've been carrying for years leave their shoulders. I've seen tears of sorrow turn to tears of joy and a realisation that their loved ones were still very much part of their daily lives. Being able to connect with people, with their loved ones again, is a very special gift I can't keep to myself. My clients become my forever friends. Accomplishments so far. Worldwide delivery messages from heaven and healing via Skype and phone. Thousands of reasons. Helped in free missing persons cases too found on a going. Free convicted in the hate crime in Assis Visa, Kansas descriptions from Dad in Heaven. Forty three babies born, still counting. Your loved ones told me. Everyday updates are reported of messages coming to light. Radio ninety four point five the buzz Rukia Lee, Houston, Texas, tenth dash twenty sixteen. KCOR Radio, Vegas Supernatural, Sean Whittington, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, O seven, twenty sixteen. Paranormal King Radio, Paranormal Versal Tool, Versal, with Jennifer Malik. 05-2016 and 2-2017. Paranormal Pride with Denise Pridemore. Featured Ghost Adventures. Haunted Sully House. 04-2016. YouTube Paranormal Soup with Jason Bland. Featured or appeared in following episodes. 9, 20, 23, 41, 67, 98, 74 so far. YouTube. Number 3 Worldwide. ITC channel by Stephen Huff and the Wonderbox at 4, 2015. Over 17,000 views. Investigators some of the most haunted locations. A haunted Sally House in Ackerson, 
Kansas features on Destination Ghost Adventures. 03 2016, 10 2016, with Deborah and Tony Pickman. 4 2017, Pioneer Saloon, Nevada, featured on Ghost Adventure. 7 2016, The Demon House, in Gary House, Indiana. 7 2017, Otaho Motel, in Liberty, Texas. 10 24, 2014, 2015, 2016. Gritter Hotel in Santiago, Texas, 2015. Miss Molly, Texas, 4, 2017. Personal Vets, Baytown Historical Caf, Baytown, Texas, 8, 2016. Royal Collection, Houston, Texas, Skin Studios, Baytown, Texas, 9-2017-10-2017. The World Collections, Houston, Texas, 9-2016. Blue Chip Casino, Michigan, Michigan City, Indiana, 7-2016-12-2016. Heart, Indiana, Indiana, 11-2015. The Art Fair, Houston, Texas, 10-2014. South of the Spirits, Eckerson, Kansas, 2010, 2016. Upcoming messages from heaven, Lamar, the Port County Historical Museum, Indiana, 2016, and more upcoming. Comic Plaza, speaker for paranormal special abilities, 2015 and 2016. Katrina Cooper, spiritual medium. Some conquerors leave a forever friend. If you would. You can contact our read for reading or event on the following. I'm only going to give the Facebook event versions. It's a, I'll leave it to Karina to give the rest. www.facebook.com katrina.cooper.7921 That's k-a-t-r-i-n-a dot c-o-o-p-r facebook.com slash Katrina spiritual medium all one word k-a-t-r-i-n-a s-p-i-r-t-u-a-l m-e-d-i-u-m Hi Karina Karina I just said you went eight wrong <laughs> How are you? Now, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very fine and clear. Now, um, well, in your bio, you said that you first heard voices back at the age of three. How did that? Did that make you feel scared at the time? Very scared. And um, what I didn't put into the bio is is that my mother is blind, so it was very hard to, um, you know, I'm a mom. And if your child is telling you that you're seeing things, your first instinct is to console them and let them know that there's probably night terrors or nothing's there. That's the first thing that you want to do to console them. But it comes to a point when um, those aren't just imaginations or just um, little things that children are scared of. <clears throat> there truly are some that are talking. 
I'm sorry, I don't know why I got tired, I got, um, started to cough, but, um, yes, it was very scary, and, um, soon the things that you're seeing and telling people that you're saying and you talk to and no one else is, you should soon be quiet, because you're different. Uh, so the last thing that you want to be when you're a child is different. Yeah, I imagine it must have felt very odd. Now, I know you also said that sometime later you you met a friend and you heard, you had to tell him a, a message. Now, how did that feel? That must have been very, very strange. It was exciting. It was um, scary. It, it, I, I can't even begin to tell you the awakening that it was at that moment because um, I did come across a spirit that was just so strong and um, um, when he wanted to speak to his sister, it just, it's almost, I guess, it's almost as if he had control of my vocal cords in a way because it just blurted out and the word that came out was so significant to the other person that the look on her face startled me of knowing what I was talking about. And it was that epiphany of those random words being so crazy, so outfetched, but so significant to the person in front of you. And that was when I came and broke my silence. And did you then realize that how much then, as you said in your bio, you could see that it relieved a person of what they wanted to hear. It's nice to know that the message that they're receiving is because, in my opinion, I'm not just choosing what to say. I'm relaying what I'm hearing from their own loved ones on the other side. And what I love about it is, is that they know what you need to hear. They need to know uh, uh, what is that particular word that's going to... I, here, let me share an example. I had a 96-year-old woman that was in a group reading session with her family that I think consisted of six of them. Four were sisters, and then rest was family. And everybody understood her sister was coming forward to tell her that she loved her. Now, this was a 96-year-old woman, and she's like, nope, that's not good enough for me. And I understand that. So I closed my eyes so much because I told her, I said, I'm not here to change your mind. I, I, I This is Katrina. I, it's not my words. But I guarantee that your loved ones know. And I asked her sister that was on in heaven to give me something so significant. I closed my eyes and I said, just give her something that she would only know. And I, I started like I was milking a cow or a goat. I just felt like it was my first time ever touching udders. And when I opened up my eyes, the woman was crying because she was raised on a milk farm, um, a dairy farm with dairy cows. And that is what her sister, all the other stuff, we're talking a whole family that knew everything that this woman was hearing was her loved ones, but 
here, her sister gave her that um, and on my Facebook, they did also get on there and state that a 96-year-old woman changed her ways. It's what we're, we're taught. Communication's different in, in heaven and in spirit than it is the way that you and I are communicating. There's yeah, a lot of energy. You, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you that I have had a near-death experience in my life. And I've, I, I, when I, I can sense smells, like odours, like um, sweets, roses, or like a drain, like death kind of smell. I know that sounds so odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't claim to have any abilities, but I—that's the reason I got into paranormal. I'll tell you the basis of what happened. I had a blood sugar count of one two four. I was taken straight to hospital from ED straight to ICU, put in an induced coma, which I was in for. I was three, something was wrong with your blood. Yeah, three weeks. And during that time, I heard a woman's voice I've not heard before or since telling me to wake up. And I had the most overwhelming sense I've ever, ever had to wake up. And I seriously believe that was my guardian angel. I know people could say it was my brain playing tricks on me or I heard a nurse or something like that. But I seriously believe it. And also, when I was in my cup, I honestly think that I touched my version of heaven or hell. I don't think there's a personal, I, I don't think there's a such a thing as a proper heaven or hell. I think it's our personal, right. personal version of it. I agree. Each heaven is different. Each, and, and that's my thing. I'm not here to teach you. I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to tear apart our Bible. I'm not. But I do know that every time I have that opportunity and I'm speaking for your loved ones from the other side to you and the, the tears or the eye awakening that brings that in that message, they're telling you their favorite things. I just did a, a, um, a, a show. Everybody that comes to my shows gets a, set, gets a reading. And one of them was the woman showed me that she was eating peanut brittle. And the, the, do you remember that, Rodi? Yes. I know that's so, so minor and insignificant to many. However, it wasn't to the granddaughter that was being read because her, her grandmother loved peanut brittle. You couldn't keep it away from her. And she had bad teeth where she wasn't able to eat them. Here she is in heaven having their, her peanut brittle. What better way to prove that there is there is a better place for us that our souls go to than to verify their favorite things or the things that they like to do. Um, I, or, and many times the loved ones will tell me, show me that their legs are working. And, and lo and behold, the, the person in front of me is telling me that they were amputated. To me, that's heaven, man. I mean, to be whole in a way after the devastation that we occurred here, in my opinion, the closest to hell that I've seen would be Earth right now, honestly. Well, there's a lot of opinion that says 
Earth is actually hell, and that this is our um, our um, sort of chance to get back back so up the, there. The lucky ones are the ones that get to leave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to collaborate with that theory. It holds a lot of water. Do we know the key? No, it's not meant to. I would never think that I could even come close to explain it. But the little bits that we get, I'd say that's pretty darn close. Well, I have two theories. My first theory is that God, um, God is like an energy force. And when we die, we join yeah. him as an energy. And it's like a hive mind. We join him like a, we all join together. We help each other out. And when someone... I'm not too sure about reincarnation, so I'll be honest about that. Just say that we've got a chance to be reborn and re-go again. We sort of give them little snippets of information not too much but just enough to think oh i know something about that what is it why am i feeling why am i feeling drawn to it and my other one is a little bit more controversial but i like to do it because it's a debate it's not meant to be um upset anybody of religious nature in any way are you ready for this one god sure god is schizophrenic because basically we are born both good and evil. And I think God has this clash in his mind all the time. That's, I think that any time that we touch base with the word with God in it, um, I like to speak um, whoever you want to call is our maker. If that person could have whatever name that they have. There is a maker it wasn't an accident for us to be here and i'm with you i've even explained that technically alien is not of this planet and technically god is alien in those sense and definitions um what if we're an experiment you know like that ant farm and they're just throwing it out there and let's see what happens what if we're one of those children's experiments who knows we don't know but what's nice is is that conscious does continue it is valid and there's no one on this planet or another or further that can deter my my conclusion of coexistence now also you said that you helped the local uh, police authorities i believe in um cases um that uh, you mentioned in your bio Obviously, you can't go into too much detail. I have done some work with that. Um, Not all are interested. I did do some on um, uh, missing person cases. And right now, I'm with a secret um, national uh, group that's only got a handful of 10 to 12 uh, remote viewers and psychic mediums. And we do currently help. Um, I just don't, uh, I had to get away from that because there was a child, a, a person that left two children behind and I was in a position of, um, of having to say that this, this father was never going to come home and I'm not made of that, that hard interior that it takes to to tell them that so i don't do those kind anymore i do uh cold cases 
maybe I can get thicker in my, in my, um, it's, it'd be one thing if I was helping, but you got to remember, if I'm seeing them in spirit, I don't want to have to be the one to tell them that their loved ones are on the other side. I, I, I don't have enough, um, I got enough love, but it hurts me so bad to, to be a part of that devastation, and I haven't been able to get past that sense. So I prefer to be on the on the um, the back lines where nobody knows who I am and where the information's coming from. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I can understand. It's the the empathy towards the the um because your mother yourself, you can feel you can feel their pain. You can think, oh, this could be me. I understand that. Extreme pain. I don't want to take anybody. I would rather them come to me and they already know they're gone and I give them a connection. I, I don't want, I want it to be a joyous thing. I don't want it to be devastation and sadness because that just dwindles me too. And, um, but that doesn't mean I don't want to help others that are, are looking for answers. That's why I want to do cold cases. Um, I, when you're looking down um, seven, six and seven year olds and, and, and the mother of uh, the, that child and their grandmother and you're connecting and you got to tell them that there's no reason to go looking for them anymore, that they're gone. Now, how do you go preparing for your readings? Do you sort of meditate or go off into a quiet room? I do. I always meditate. I believe um, the closer to um, my higher self can only be purity for the message. I want to make sure that I, Katrina, because I'm always wrong. I really am. I'm so ignorant. I don't know what's going on. But if I go in bias and literally repeat what that person in front of me in spirit is showing me, uh, if they got enough energy to have me use all my sensories, my, my vision, my um, sound and smell, then the person in front of me that they love deserves to experience that too. So I try to give them the 3D experience of reading. Does that make sense? I don't know. Now, I'm going to ask you, what is the weirdest or strangest experience you've had while doing your paranormal um, investigations? Ooh, I got a lot. I would have to say the weirdest and strangest is the question you asked me. So I'm going to give you that answer. It is, still boggles me. I was coming home um, from the north. You know, I usually do 12 and 1400 travel, 1200 miles worth of traveling. I'll be heading out to see Stephen Huff. Rody and I, June, um, which is the maker of, you know, ghost boxes and stuff. He's a very good friend of mine. But I travel. I stopped to get gas, and I looked over at this one woman, and it is not uncommon for me to see spirit everywhere, but this woman was a living woman, and she had no face. Mm. It was just black. I, I, but she was actually walking. So that was my strangest. 
So, and I've been to some of the most haunted places. Uh, I know the Pikmins. They're very good friends of mine and forever friends. And uh, they're known for the Sally House in, uh, in Kansas. Um, Deborah Fawcett also at the old Lavaca County Jail. And um, that was the first time I ever been touched and got an actual hickey. But that was a bit weird. <laughs> it was. It was a bit weird. We we did a. a, a Brody and I are are. Um, what's the, what? Not the K two, but the one that you touched. Yeah, that Yeah, that was going. Everything. You cannot go into that place without equipment giving you um, flares. Uh, changing out batteries. Um, it, it, our REM pods just were going off all night while we were sleeping. Um, I just tell them if they don't want to see nothing gross, then they just don't come in my bedroom because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be itching and farting and all that kind of stuff that people do when they're sleeping. <laughs> I'm just serious. I just tell them that's your. I'm going to sleep. Uh, we fell asleep at the uh, Sally House in. Um, Kansas, and I had little marks all over my body, like little little kids were trying to wake you up. So you name it, it's fun. It, it's nice to be able to get it on camera of what you're experiencing and be able to share with the rest of the world that there is something happening, and we need to listen. Well, I was going to do um, a podcast with someone because I had this theory. It's only a theory. You know when we watch an old, the f- old films? I'll take John Wayne for example, because I'm a John Wayne fan. Um, I think that uh, they capture like, the small essence of the person that was there at the time. I was trying, I, we, I had the theory that we should try to do like a reading, like um, EVP, is it? Or, you know, use like a meter reading. And we, um, keep it in the background while we're watching the film to see if we can pick up anything from the film, like any like the essence. Of, 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 I, I certainly think that that would be that would hold water because spirits everywhere. It's not. I, I've done taught um, some of the people in the field. Um, not taught them in any way, but a different way of approaching. Um, you don't have to be in that particular room because that's where they are. They're literally not bound or they're not staying. They can't communicate. That's where string theory comes into line. I totally believe that. Um, like you're stating, back in the old days, black and white movies, there are still dead that are walking around wanting to talk. Hell yeah, there'd be some EVPs in there. I, I would totally believe that we have caught that. And I bet you uh, in, in history has shown that they probably threw those out and got rid of them thinking that somebody was talking on set. This isn't new. It's just that we are becoming aware. Yeah, I think uh, um, because of technology, we, we can get more accurate readings. And I also think... That we've, I, I don't know, because I, I, you, you're more the expert here, that when the spirit is trying to talk to you, when they're communication, they communication, there's a slight gap between what they can tell you, because obviously there's this 
like a wall in between us. Like that's why I think it is. Like I'm not saying it's a physical wall, but like they might be saying something, but you, you, they, they, they don't, they cannot talk like we are now. They can only give you little snippets, like you said about putting up bottles. say um if someone of a of we'll say foreign language say we'll say spanish for our, uh, example because spanish is spoken quite a lot in america i uh, yeah so i suppose sometimes you might get someone spanish coming through and you might could you does that translate or do you need to translate it Recognize 
My problem is, is people that are on the floor getting the Holy Ghost, meeting an interpreter, telling what's being said, but yet I'm having conversations with, um, in, in a foreign language that I have trouble in English saying, but yet your message comes across, that means that there is no language barrier. I, I was not aware of it at all. Well, it's funny you say that, because um, my wife was uh, very attached to, we had a Shih Tzu, and his name was Pocket, and she was very, very attached to him. He was like a little baby, and we believe his presence is still with us. We honestly believe that. We've we got little things that go on. I mean, when he was alive, there was one day that he was fed and watered, and I didn't do it. My wife didn't do it. Yeah, my wife didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let you know, he's showing me he's got a different colored tongue. I don't know if it's purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he used to get out of breath a lot, yeah. And um, and I, I just think, I think that people miss, don't realise our attachment to animals is very, very strong. And when somebody says, like, you have an animal die, and we've all had it, and someone says, oh, it's just an animal, I get a bit upset about that because they don't understand. You've, you're so emotionally attached to this... To this Fur babies. Yeah. That, that, as you say, it's your baby. It's like I had a... a right. I've had parrots. I, I, had a, I was very attached to my African grey parrot I had called Jazz. And he was like a gangster-type parrot. And he, he used to tell me we put them in concrete boots and stuff like that. I loved him, and we've had various dogs and cats, and we we, we we miss them all. And people say because we're all connected, we're so all connected, and and it's about love. Love is so important, and we need to stop putting barriers. We just need to be a earthling species. That's what I think. I think we all should just be earthling species and stop putting all these and just love each other and take care of each other and it would make a difference. Will it happen? No, it won't, but it should. Now, I like the term you said earlier about forever friends. How did that come about, that term? Forever friends? Well, I didn't have any. I, 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 I was always to myself. I decided to be a mom first, and um, I raised two awesome boys that also are very in tune with um, uh, the spiritual side. But once I started noticing that um, I'm giving you a message that, let's frankly, let, you can't put a quarter into um, a, a little telephone anymore and just contact some of our loved ones anymore you just can't and for me to be able to be that reach out and touch someone and give you a message of some for example i'll go and sit and sit go to a reading and the first thing that their loved ones say okay where's the ring and they're hiding it from me because they wanted if you're real please bring this up i have no idea what that ring means i don't know how significant it is but yet the person on the other side and the person that's here asking for it, it is so significant to them. That makes them, how can I not call them my forever friends to give a connection that 
is so valid and, and heartwarming and, you know, priceless. Now, I'm going to ask, how does your Brody, does Brody have the same experiences as you? <laughs> you called her my Brody. I told her that I called her my Brody. What was the question again? I said, does Brody have the same experiences that you do? No. Actually, you're welcome to ask her. She was um, uh, uh, out into the field to literally get concrete evidence because she's that one that needed it to be tangible, to touch, to see. And not all paranormal can be done that way. But she has become aware and open and... Um, Brody loves uh, hearing Forever Friends. Uh, she just gets blown away over and over because she truly didn't believe that this was a possibility. Right. I'll come with you. Uh, yes, I didn't. Um, the first night, I can tell you when I met Katrina, it was at the Houston Maritime Museum. We were investigating it, and in walks this person. And she's not wearing one of our shirts. And I'm like, well, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm the medium. And so my first thought was, and I said it, I said, oh, and I rolled my eyes. You talk today? She was, sure. Because anyone I had met, Mark, up to this point that told me they were a medium or psychic, they absolutely were not. They were either mentally ill or they were just liars and frauds. I really had a low opinion. So I ragged her all night. I found out later my own team almost threw me out of there because I was being so bad to her. But uh, uh, she came a week later and did a reading. I said, let's see. And she blew me away so much that I now just uh, I just uh, want to help her spread the word because there are really some people that hear and see dead people. There are some. And it is the most amazing gift. And like I said, when she came to my house, I had been telling my dead friend for a week, if she's real, you come through. And there was a certain incident when I was in my 20s. I said, you, you bring that incident up. And that's exactly what happened. It was a mind blower. But, uh, but yeah, but I don't have the experience that she has. I don't see her here. But being around her, I've been able to capture evidence I wouldn't have. And since I've been with her, I've heard my first disembodied voice ever with my own ears in real time. Um, things turning off by themselves. Yeah, yeah. So when you're around her, stuff is always going on. And, and, and to this day, I'm amazed by it all. I can never get tired of it or used to it. Uh, it's just, uh, well, you kind of got to be there in person when she's doing these readings to see the feelings. These, like she said, it means nothing to her. She may say, oh, that blue dog collar you have hanging on a nail in the kitchen. And the person will know exactly what it is. It's just something to, to Do you feel, feel some sort of energy in the room when she's doing the readings? Lots of energy. Oh, yeah, lots of energy in the room. And I couldn't even really feel energy in maybe the last couple of years. I, uh, and the emotion is like this because they're so happy, but they're crying because they just can't believe it's like I was, real. And... Uh, it's one of the best, you can't leave there and not feel good because of the messages people got. It's just, it's just something. Do you the goosebumps and all that, you know, it's really something. Do you help on the more technical side of things then? 
Help with the what, sir? More to technical side of things. Well, what I really do, Katrina, uh, like the last few Halloweens, has had a standing engagement, uh, different things. I will go and just set up the tripod and, and film it. Uh, I call myself her assistant. I, I mean, are my assistant. I, well, I, I do what I can, and uh, I don't know how technical I am, but somehow we get it done, and we get evidence, and we get great experiences, and uh, I'm just grateful for that. Well, you're part much. of the team, that's why I want you to put you on the podcast, because you're an important part of the team, and that's, that's what we... Oh, listen, to, yeah, let's turn it around so we can be... Well, thank you for saying that. We, we're a team, but she's the, uh, she's the main event, you know. I mean, people want to, uh, and anything... And Valerie Seaburn is our friend uh, here later tonight. We just, we honestly believe in her so much that we want to do any and everything to really get her out there, to get her name out there. And Because, uh, you know, a lot of people that say they're medium, they have a job. They go to a 9 to 5 and just, this is how Katrina pays her mortgage, feeds her kids. And you got to go all out. It's the biggest leap of faith. There's 20 to 22 people, not because um, that's all that wants to come. It's because I want to keep it small. Everyone gets, nobody walks out of there thinking that their loved one wasn't strong enough to say a message for them or didn't knock down that breeder to be chosen. Everyone leaves my, my shows forever friends and lately half of them are coming as forever friends. So I have many repeats. And it just feels good to know that um, you consistently can give um, uh, validation that your loved ones are and still, and they coexist. I just love what I get to do. Well, I'm going to ask the most consistent question I always ask every medium, so do not be upset in any way or shape or form. What do you think of people that may be sceptical of what you're doing? I tell them... um, to honestly, if they want to, they got to come in broke, uh, come in open, because you know if you're shut down, that also slows it. I cannot read your mind. I can't tell your deepest, darkest secrets. I can't give anything away. I can't tell you to go and play the lottery game. But if you sit down in front of me and you give me a true person that you love from the other side that has gone and we have a conversation, I promise you I'm going to know things that you did not put on Google. I'm going to know things that you didn't Facebook. It's because they are talking to you. Yeah, as I say, I always ask every medium that because I think it's important to get that. That's always the question everybody has in their mind. As I say, it's not to be offensive or anything like that. It's just so everybody. No, not at all. That's a very legitimate question because of people that have been ripped off, ripped off by these people who who come and say got message. Especially if someone's lost a child. To me, they seem to prey on them. So. I can understand skepticism because of the dishonest people. That's why it's so, in my opinion, rare to find someone that truly does hear and see them, and then they have to deal with the people that are frauds ruining the reputation. I'm okay with that. I really am. I don't expect you to come in and believe anything I'm saying, and I'm hoping that I give true um, and deliver the message as thoroughly and as um, 
genuine as your loved ones are trying to give it to you. But I need you to be, um, so many think that you're reading that I will put a bag over my head. I will make it where I can't look at your, uh, so many think that I'm looking at their body language or, or I'm not. I literally do not know, see you at all. I am in another realm. My eyes are in a different realm. I'm seeing things that the visions that, that spirit is showing me. You're obsolete to me. You really are. So I tell everyone to video. I tell everybody to take uh, uh, some type of um, audio so they can remember because I'm, I'm repeating what's being said. I don't know what is being said. I'm just repeating what's being said. I do not have the key to life. I don't. And if your loved ones want you to know something, then they will. And they will give that message thoroughly. And a skeptic, come on. I, I'm okay with it. I, I had my brain scanned. I'm, I, I, I finally was told, shown that things are going on in there that I can't... I can't tell you how I do it. I don't put on a switch. I was born this way. It just is. And anyone that's a skeptic, I have no problems of going under, but they have to be fair. Don't don't try to belittle me in any way because I'm not trying to belittle you. But put a bag over me, make it where I can't see you, touch you. But I do need you to be honest. When your loved ones say something, you have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge, I don't get names. Uh, I don't know your name. I don't need to know your name. And the person that's on the other side already knows your name. But what they do know is, um, for example, one woman I'm doing a reading for, and all, right out of the blue, just like we're talking right now, I see a rabbit. And she goes, oh, my God, she sends me a photo. The person is sitting in front of a rabbit while I'm talking to her. Wow. I wasn't there. Their loved ones were. Um, or, uh, And I have thousands of my forever friends that, have, that I have taken photocopies, screenshots, so I can share with you guys that this is real. I'm not making it up. Um, we started doing free readings on Facebook. I know that others are, oh, she could have had them already set up. We've been calling them on the phone at the same time that we are doing this so that way you can see me calling them and you can hear the reactions because they are beautiful. They're the, 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 I'm not saying that tears make me happy, but tears do make me happy because that means that you got the message you needed, received, and um, that's what they wanted. They wanted you to know that they love you and that they're here. And I got 208 babies out of four years of doing what I do, not because I predict, because their loved ones told them that they were coming. Um, uh, I got people that have contacted me months later of something that made absolutely no sense to them in that beginning, but became very clear as time went. I love that validation doesn't have to happen at the moment that I'm sitting in front of them. I love that they called up their grandmother or had to call up an aunt to confirm something and it was dead on. Love it. 
because they want them to know that they're there, that they are okay, that they love them. They're not here to scare us. Yeah, but there's I, a lot of fishing going on. Yeah, as I say, I just wanted to get it out there because I, 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 I mean, I'd like to be sceptical about things because I, come, I originally started off in the world of cryptozoology. I don't know if you know what cryptozoology is, but yes, it, it, it is considered a pseudoscience, but hey, I won't go there. Um, and I, I believe in aliens. I like Bigfoot. I like conspiracy theories. I like to keep I an open you. mind. I mean, you know, I, I, I used to work in mental health, and after a while, you could sense if someone was going to kick off. You had that second sense. You were, oh, they're going to kick off tonight. And the, the fact that the true, the, the thing about the full moon is true. Anybody tells me different, yes. I can tell them it's absolute BS because I've been there. I've been on full moon nights. And they do kick off a little bit more, and they are a little bit more different in personality. Oh, there is, I do believe that our Earth, um, the galactical sky, and everything that's out there, we're all intertwined one way or another. Through our energy, we're connected, yeah. Well, it's strange how well you can be... How I do... Um, contact guests is I look at a name and I look at your profile I'm not like stalk, stalk I don't stalk you you know <laughs> I'll get that out there <laughs> but I quickly look at what you do and I think I get drawn to that person I think oh they would be I wonder if they would like to be on my show and as I I, I contact like yourself I might send you a singing message or cartoon or something just to break down the barriers, just to say I'm here and sort of break it down a bit. And probably first off you're thinking, who's this weird guy who's suddenly come out of blue wanting to talk to me? But then you get to know who I am and I break down a little barrier and we we can have like more of a conversation like we're having a cup of tea or coffee and some biscuits. That's the way I look at it. Well, I sent it. Did you get it? Somebody, I can tell you who ate it. I'm sure it was Rhodey. Yeah. She likes to eat all my biscuits. <laughs> and you know you were saying earlier about... That doesn't sound right. I'm not sure if that would say it come off the same way in UK as it does here. But I was really meaning she has ate, actually ate my cookies. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say... You said earlier about um, validation. Well, think of it this way. Now, I'm talking to you at the moment, right? We are time traveling, technically, at this moment. Because you are in the past. I am in the future. So, there's no way you could possibly know what is happening in the future. Because it hasn't happened yet.
I, I stopped right while we were talking like we're doing and I go and get on the uh, my phone and I send a message to a Facebook forever friend saying that his wife said to be careful and um, I just gave the message at the time and I'm telling my friends I go and I bet you it has something to do with him car racing because he just bought a car ra uh, uh, a car he gets back to me says he's just about to go drag racing. Oh, Rody loves these yeah. things, I mean, too. Did, did you understand that? We're sitting out on my balcony. It's like 1130 on a Friday or Saturday night. We're talking. All of a sudden, she just stops. She goes, i got to send a message. And she Facebook messaged and, um, that your wife just contacted me and said, be careful. He immediately, not 30 seconds, text message back, oh, my gosh, I'm at the racetrack fixing to do a race. Now, that's mind-blowing. He's in Tennessee, we're in Houston, Texas. She, at 11.30 at night, that's the importance of right when she gets the message to send it. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, earlier today... It blows my yeah. mind. It was like, oh my God. It happens all the time. Well, yeah. uh, it's like... You know, so you, I, I was talking to you earlier today, and I suddenly had the word junction come in my head. I don't know why I had that word come into my head. Does it mean anything? Church, junction. Junction. Like, I don't know why it came into my head. It just came into my head. And I thought, write it down. I, I've been, I love our phones. We were talking about this earlier, um, Mark, that... Our cell phones are fantastic because I do, when I get something, I'll text it to me, to myself. So I got proof that I had, um, of the timing, and I've been able to um, know that there's been, um, uh, uh, what do they call those? Earthquakes. I've been, I've been getting earthquakes. I've been getting things that, uh, that has to do with the, um, the stock market. My boys put things in my hands. They're much into history. I can touch things and tell you what was going on with that object during history and what was surrounding. It's all learning. And um, I think that we all need to put our, our experience into a big old database and share together because it's not coming in one sensory. It's coming everywhere. And the more we're aware, the more we're going to catch up and listen to it. But my cell phone has been very good to me because now I got proof of looking back and being able to show Look at that happened at this time, and it's not just for the world. Because if you notice, I don't got little things on my Facebook saying, "Look at what I got right. Look what I got right." That's not what this is about. It's about helping me to trust what my body and what um, uh, um, not to second guess myself. So it has been a great tool for me, Katrina as myself to be able to give out to others when i trust what i'm getting that only makes your experience so much better now people listening to the podcast <laughs> may want to know where to contact you i mean i only gave the facebook ones originally but because i didn't want to give I out phone started, numbers and things like that mark i started out doing um this um literally will be five years this march um i'm 50 and I will be forever 50. I just thought everybody in the world would know that. But I am 50 plus, whatever you want to put that. 
but I started out doing this for free. I started doing it for donations, and humanity really hurt me when my son couldn't have a bowl of cereal because I couldn't afford to get it for him. I cried. It made me sad because I give 100% free or if you pay. So I don't have a paid website. I use everything so anybody can contact me. Facebook, which is free. My spiritual medium, it's Katrina Spiritual Medium, is on Facebook. I do have Instagram, and that I've been using just to show um, – uh, I think I got almost 600, 400 or 600 photos of actual Forever Friends testimonies. I figured if you could actually see it and when it was dated and that it was real and it wasn't just me saying that Martha said that I did a good reading, that's going to let you know to try out for yourself. I, I would never take from someone, ever. But I promise you, you're going to be surprised what your loved ones have to say for you. I'm on um, Instagram. I'll find, I'll look you up and um, uh, please fo do. You can read all of them on there. Like I said, I post those of um, experiences. We do videos. Um, I've been trying to do live readings so that way the 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 skeptic out there. Uh, I've been called all kinds of names. I've been called. Um, I don't look like a medium, I look like extra, extra large, whatever you want to call me. But I, one thing I promise I will never do, I will never lie, try to cheat nobody. I, 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 it, I've even had it where I've done a reading and you can pay me afterwards. I don't do that forever, but I'm just dating. And your loved ones love you, man. That's all that I can tell you. And that, that's what I was telling you about your dog. When you were talking about your dog, that's very um, uh, significant. And uh, I kept seeing, uh, he kept showing me his tongue being colored, like he was eating um, candy, changing like purple and blue. So I don't know if that made any sense to you, but that's what I saw. I'm not saying that his tongue was that color. Yeah, it but, just looks like he yeah, enjoyed yeah, eating yeah, those uh, kind yeah. of candies. Yeah, it's like you say, it's like an um, image that he comes into your head. It, it may not make no sense That's to anyone. He, yeah, yeah. he showed me the image, yes. And then he told me that he was sorry because he showed me that his um, he was missing. So I got a feeling that he was urinating on himself and um, had a lot of his dignity went down and he felt sad about yeah, he's that. Yeah, when he got older, um, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he was a very old dog. He was about. Plus 15 years. When he shows me a little box, there's a little box that I'm being shown. I don't know if you have something that that pertains to him uh, that you keep and you've been saving, but it looks like it's only about this little of a box. Wait a minute. Can you stay there? Oh, he's going to go get the box road. <laughs> right. Yay! And I'm supposed to let you know, your wife is here, but they're showing me that she's having some trouble with the hip area. Can you see um, that? I hope that's your wife. Are you, didn't you say you got, you're married? Yeah, I'm married, yes. I hope I am. Uh, we've, been, being, we've been together. I've been shown by a woman on the other side, and I think it might be, she looks smaller 
uh, shorter and um, a little bit on the fluffy side, but she's saying that she's helping her around her hips and um, lay upper part of her, her legs. So I hope that you'll you'll know that your wife, has she been having trouble in those areas? Yes, yeah, she, she has um, lots of problems. She's uh, disabled like myself. Yes, yes. And is her mother similar um, in stature, what I'm saying, shorter and fluffy? Yeah, similar, yeah. I, I, won't, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell how it was, but similar psycho. I, 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 I don't even know what your wife looks like. I'm just being shown on the other side while we're having this connection, and they're showing me that she is, um, um, I call them our angels, and helping her with those areas of, that are... are Pinching. I think that there's a pinch going on, um, uh, and it looks like it might be on the left side, back left on your wife, um, the way that her mother is showing me. But she wants her to know that she loves her, and she's in a nightgown. It's like a white um, linen nightgown. So I don't know if she had crossed when she was uh, um, at yeah, night. Yeah, she was very. If, yeah, she got very ill and had. Um, was to get you delusional near the end. But yeah. Well, that's the beauty of what I love is that it's no longer that way. So I just want to let you know that this is real and you didn't think that that was going to come through, but here it did. Well, as I say, yeah, I, that's why I, you know, that's what the, the power of this is. That's why I like talking to people like yourself. I don't go in saying, oh, you're going to do a reading for me because I don't want that to be the case. We, I want it to be more natural. I want it to come through like we are now, because otherwise people are going to think, oh, they, they talked earlier and they discussed what was And is your mother on the other side too? Yes, she is, yes. Because she's given me a vision of a very fluffy kitty cat, but then she's showing me being buried by a tree. It could be a tree because she was cremated, so she was probably put, she was um, where they, they where the the cremation was taking place, there is a tree near the um, like a tree of life kind of thing. And, and the and the the um the kitty cat in question that's fluffy kind of looks butterscotch looking, light brown. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the cat because my mum was very weird about animals, but I'm not too sure about that. So I may be on this view. So. Because, like you say, you want validation. You you don't want me to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, yes, that's true. No, I do not. But it does look fluffy like a kitty cat. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. I don't know where that's come from, but I'll have to look. Cause, um, I, and there's white streaks. Yeah. White streaks in the face. Yeah. Because, uh, um... I was going to say, I, I have... Um, and if we're going to go back, I would say that we would have to go back to when you were at least 10. Like going back when you are 10 years old and younger. Oh, yes, my mum. I still got a photo my mum had for years. And my nan had for years of me at school. And when I was a very young lad. And they kept it for years and years and years. My nan had it for years. My mum had it for years, and it's the only thing I really wanted for my mum, uh, personal personal effects, 
because it meant so much to them. I didn't want it to go to anybody else. And I have it today. What is it? It's a picture. I'll, I'll find it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a little bit hard. Uh, it's getting a little, little choppy. I don't know if it's them stopping because of age, but it sounds like it's... I can only hear every other word on... That's all right. That's okay. That's the picture of myself when I was a very young lad. Can you see that? No, I see nothing. Oh, it's just a hot... I guess it might be hard to see. There you go. Pull back a little bit. I see your fingernails. There you are. I see a young lad. Yeah, that's got to be around 10 or 12 years old, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was me when I was very, very young. And my nan had that for years. My mum had that for years. And this is my very personal connection to them. This means that a lot to me. Awesome. This, this is and more... look at how they came through without realising. I had no idea. Yeah. I, just, I just get the message that it's there. They're real. Yeah, I, I, as I say, that that's... Um, my p very personal bit. I've got a tattoo of my mum as well, on, on, on my leg. Your your mother told me that it was her heart. I, I I've got a tattoo of a, a rose, and it's weeping like a weeping rose, and it says mum. No, she said that it was her heart that um, gave out on her when she crossed over. My, my, yeah, I, I don't know, but I know she was very ill, so. Uh, I, when I got I, the... I see, I didn't know you didn't know. She just told me to tell you. How would I have known that without her saying She just told me to tell you. And it's interesting that you weren't aware, but she had me tell you. And she did state that it was her grandfather that was there when she crossed over. Yes, yeah, she's very close to her father. Yeah, yeah, because that would be my... I, I love that. And, and when that happened, it's very interesting because she gave me the vision of um, a, a water windmill. One windmill. Like, um, mm, what are those? Yeah. Like, water. It's, there could yeah. be a connection there. I mean, it may be a vague connection, but my granddad served in Holland in, in World War Two. Before I go, I do a, like a unique sign-off. Now, would you like to do a unique sign-off? So it could be of your choice. A sign-off? You can do anything. You can sing, you can dance, you can give a little bit of uh, advice to someone. What, uh, whatever you choose. Um, I would like to say to everybody that... Um, 
be kind. Um, not everything is demon. Uh, please remember that there's a lot of catfishing going on. If you, if nobody knows what you're doing uh, or what you look like, they could be big bad wolves, but they're very tiny. My suggestion to the world is to open up, listen. That doesn't mean you have to change your views, but just listen to another person's view. I think that it would make the world go around a lot better. I like that. Now, are you ready for mine to you? Yes. <coughs> this is going to clear my voice. Thank you, Katrina and Brody, for being on my show. We had a nice chat, you know. I tried to give you some biscuits, but you ate them all. Brody ate them all. I see you usually said. She said to me, I'd rather go to bed. It was so good fun uh, we had today. I hope you had some fun with me today. We had some great talk about paranormal, you know. I think we're all right. I'll be your forever friend, because that's what the world should be. You are my forever friend. You got a message from the heavens. And I'd like to thank you for giving your time, because uh, I know time is very precious to people. I do appreciate it, and I... I like to always thank people for doing that for me. Well, I want to thank you for even considering having us, and thank you. It was an honor communicating with you and also communicating with your loved ones. Thank you very much.